Welcome to a supernatural encounter through the word preached by Bishop Ernest Ayi. Bishop Ernest is the chairman of the Greater Life Church, a vibrant denomination under the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. This message will revive, restore, and refresh you in ways only God's word can. Be blessed as you listen. Deeper into 
take it for granted hallelujah if you are here today God has allowed you if you have life today God gave you if you are awake today God woke you up hallelujah hallelujah and um, I know people who are not here today I know people who are not alive today and I know that they are crying in their graves why God didn't allow them to have the life that you have. Hallelujah. So, when we have it, we shouldn't take it for granted. Amen. Somebody wishes that he's here to celebrate Jesus. Somebody wishes that he's here to clap his hands like you can clap, but you are unwilling to do it because you don't understand and know what you have. So, one more time, let's celebrate Jesus. Let's pray. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus for the gift of life. Thank you. Thank you for allowing us to be alive. Thank you for giving us the breath of life. 
thank you that a car has not knocked us down. Thank you that a photo has not knocked us down. Thank you that we have life. We do not take it for granted. We pray in the name of Jesus that today you bless your word. Make us to hear what you want us to hear. Anything, you know us better than we know ourselves. Therefore, anything you know would be good for us. Anything you know would enhance our destinies, would enhance our lives, our relationship with you. I pray that you would make us to hear as we listen to your word today. We bless your name today in Jesus' precious name. And let me hear somebody shout a big amen. Once again, put your hands together as you sit on top of your enemies. Hallelujah. Very shortly, um, we, won't be here, we won't be here for a long time today. Say amen. Okay. And um, so I want you to listen very attentively. Okay. And then within a few minutes, some few minutes, we'll be done and um, we'll be out of here. Okay. But I want to share with you on this beautiful subject, Attempt Great Things for God. Okay, and um, there are a number of mind-blowing things in this uh, book. I believe that book, which is which is based on the Bible. Do you understand? Because I'm coming to read scriptures to you. Do you understand? Yes. Um, what you must understand is that God did not give everybody. I don't know. I mean, everybody doesn't have the ability to understand the scriptures on their own when they read. Do you understand? Yeah. There are times that you read the scriptures, but you don't understand what it is saying. You need somebody to explain it to you. Is that not it? It happened, it happened with, the, with the Ethiopian eunuch uh, who was reading the book of Isaiah, and he didn't understand what the book was saying until Philip walked to him and asked him, Understandest thou what thou readest? And he said that, how can I understand except a man explains it to me? Do you understand? He was reading the Bible, but he did not understand what the Bible was saying. He was just reading the letter, but he didn't understand the meaning of what he was reading until Philip came and explained the scriptures. And the minute he explained the scriptures and he understood his action changed. His speech changed. His request changed. Everything about him changed. It wasn't that before. Do you understand? It wasn't like that before. It was after he got understanding, which came by another man who came by. You understand? So God, God in his wisdom, when he was given gifts, he gave the gift of a teacher. Okay, he gave some he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. Okay, not all. So it's important that we acknowledge that. Okay, so God has given some the ability to understand the scriptures in a way that you don't, or some people will not. So then such people are needed to explain the scriptures so we get the understanding and benefit from what God is saying. Do you understand? And we have one of such people to be Bishop Dagiwan Mills, our own father. <laughs> Hallelujah. You can do better with your hand clap. 
Okay? So you shouldn't say that, oh, they do not want us to be led by the Holy Spirit. Do you understand? And they do not read the Bible. I mean, when you say that, it's unfortunate. Okay. Do you understand? Uh, it's hitting below the belt. It's unfortunate. Okay? Yes. Because some of the scriptures I can give you, read and explain to us. There will be, pro- there'll be a problem here. You, you, you understand? I can, we can start. Let's try it. Let, let, you, you let, I'm, I'm sure some of you, you don't believe what I'm saying. So you let's give it a try. Okay, can I have a microphone, please? Somebody should bring a microphone. Give me Jeremiah chapter 45. I need, I need a microphone. <laughs> Did you understand it? Yes. So when you join people to say that, you know, when, when, I, when, I, was, when I was growing up, <laughs> he has brought, no, no, he will explain first. <laughs> no, you will explain first. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Bishop, Bishop Sally says that he doesn't want him to leave church. Hallelujah. Amen. So we need to do that. You get it? We need to do that. I was surprised when one of the pastors came to me and told me that she now enjoys giving offering. She understands giving offering better now. I was surprised. Yeah, she, she came to say thank you to me. You know, that, I mean, for talking about offering, why we have to give blah, blah, and all that. I don't know. I don't remember if there's a message like that. But she came to say thank you to me because now her offering has changed. Attitude towards offering and everything has changed. She has, she has had an understanding now. You get it? That she didn't have before. Okay? Yes. But we are all Christians. Are we not? We are all Christians. But there are, there are, there are levels Okay, there are levels of understanding. Amen. So we have to be humble and learn. It does not mean, where was the Holy Spirit? Where was the Holy Spirit? When, when the Ethiopian eunuch was reading the Bible and didn't understand. It was the Spirit that spoke to Philip. Go and join yourself to this chariot. I thought the Spirit of God will go and start explaining the things to the Ethiopian eunuch himself. But the Spirit of God always works through somebody. He works through a vessel. Did you understand? Yes, he works through a vessel. In the same way that Satan, because he is not flesh, and, and because he's not flesh and cannot operate here uh, by himself, he needed something that identifies with the physical world so he can operate. So then he gets, he can get any animal or human being, something that identifies with the, with, the, with the physical world so that he can communicate, he can communicate what he wants to do and carry out what he wants to do. In the same way, the Holy Spirit also, he has to use somebody. Yeah. So he told the Ethiopian, you know, go and join yourself to this child because he, he knew what the Ethiopian, you know, needed. He knew it. He knew it. So he instructed, go! 
Do you remember when? Do you remember when um, Peter was came home and he was hungry and he was waiting for them to prepare him food? When he went to bed, he had a trance. And the Spirit of God spoke to him and told him that I have sent some people. They are coming to call you. They are from Joppa. They are coming. When they come, don't argue with them. Go with them. Go with them. I have sent them. Go. Do you know why? Because the house of Cornelius needed salvation. And I was surprised. Why didn't the Holy Ghost go to the house of Cornelius to explain salvation to them for them to be born again why did he need Peter why must Peter be called and the spirit of God spoke to Peter and said that they are coming I'll send them when they come go with them go with them go with them and through the ministry of Peter the house of Cornelius received salvation it always takes a man God will always need a man Hallelujah. Yes. So respect the vessels that God used. Don't criticize them. Don't say that we are not allowed to, to, to be led by the Holy Spirit. What are you saying? What are you saying? Are you here? Yeah. Very important. Okay? Yes. So God has anointed Bishop Dad. Give him the grace. Sometimes he explains scriptures and I wonder, I mean, hey, my mind eh, has never gone anywhere close to it. Anywhere close. It shows you, it shows you how real the anointing is. <laughs> Things that don't occur to you, occur to others. Yeah. <laughs> it shows you the difference in anointing. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. So attempt great things for God. Okay. I remember I started this some weeks ago. So um, I mentioned to you that when we talk about attempting great things for God, you see, what is described as great is relative. Do you understand? It's relative. Huh? What is great to you may not be great to God. Eh? In the book of Luke chapter 16, the Bible says that the things that are highly esteemed among men, they are an abomination to God. They are highly esteemed, highly valued, highly respected when it comes to men. But those things to God, they are not, they don't have a high value. They are not highly esteemed. God sees them as an abomination. Do you understand? So then, what is great? Eh, or what, what to do that is great is dependent on who is seen. Okay? Or is dependent on who is being pleased here. Who sees it as great? Who do we want to please? Is it you? If it is you, then we have to do what you see as great. Do you understand? Yes. I know there are some people, eh, their favorite is Akpale and okra stew or okra soup. They enjoy it when they, when they fetch the thing. 
and he has a long cable. I mean, it, it, it sort of brings a certain appetite. Uh, uh, lady Pastor Vida, okay. <laughs> Do you understand? No, no, no. I know it's some people's favorite. I mean, look, one day somebody was giving rice. When he finished eating the rice, he said, oh, I'm waiting for my food. <laughs> I said, ah, but you just ate rice. He said, no. People like us, rice is like a, a starter. Or, if we want to get full, it's not rice. Eh? You have not brought my fufu with with, um, with palm nut soup. You have not brought it. When I am done with it, then you, then you can add rice and all that. Because rice is not there. Is that not it? Yes. Yeah. A gentleman married a, a white lady. A German lady. When he, I, I don't know whether it's a Ghana or an Ashanti man, one of them. One or it's either Ghana or Ashanti man. When the man wakes up in the morning, the wife, his wife will bring him, the white woman will bring him salad and bread. <laughs> now, when he finishes eating, then he will step into town. He's going to look for Ghanaian joint in Germany. Yeah. Is going to look for where they prepare wache or kenke or fufu. And do you know that there are people there who do that? Yeah. No, 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 no. Grass. No. Meanwhile, when his white wife eats the salad, she's fine. And that's it. So to her, it's great breakfast. But to him, it's a, it's, it's, it's a worry. It's a worry. Yeah, you don't give me, you don't give me leaves and expect that I'll be okay. <laughs> Please, do you understand? So I'm saying that to say that what is great is relative. It depends on who are you pleasing or who is watching. Hallelujah. So there are things that there are things that are highly esteemed, highly respected among men. But when God looks at it, he sees an abomination. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yeah, sees abomination. So if we are talking about attempting great things for God, we have to look at what does God see great? What is great to God? Not you. What is great to God? Do you understand? When you can define what is great to God, then you can do one of the things you can see that it is great or God regards highly. Hallelujah. Yeah. Otherwise, you are wasting your time. Otherwise, you are reading or doing non sila. Yeah. And then Charlie, you are going nowhere. You are getting no mark. 
you do and you are not, you won't understand why things are the way they are. Yeah, because you are doing what you think is great, but not what is great to God, what God sees as great. Very important. Very important. Hallelujah. Amen. I said amen. So to attempt something great for God, you must have this understanding. And therefore, search for what God sees as great. Like souls. Souls. He sees as great. He said, what shall it profit a man if he shall lose his own soul? If he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? What shall it profit a man? To God, the value of one soul is higher than the value of the world together. That's to God. But you, when you see somebody walking, you just see a naughty boy or a naughty girl or somebody who is not respected. You know, but when God sees the person, God is seeing somebody whose value is more than the world put together. Hallelujah. So we must, we must learn to have the eyes of God and see things the way God sees them. Oh, oh, I, I wish I was talking to somebody. <laughs> Hallelujah. Very important. That's why I must not play around with you. You are very important. You may be stubborn, but you are important to God. <laughs> yes. Yes. When I pray for you, I feel fulfilled. Yeah, I, I feel fulfilled. When I come and minister to you, I prepare and come and minister to you. I feel fulfilled. Yeah. Because God asked Peter one day, Lovest thou me? Do you love me, Peter? He said, ah, But you know that I love you. I mean, I mean, well, well, you want me to come and stand there to say I love you? Then he asked again, Peter, do you love me? He said, ah, What are you asking? He asked for the third time, then he got angry. And then he said that if you love me, feed, feed, feed the lamb, feed them. If you love me, feed them, teach them. <laughs> if you love me, feed them, teach them, preach to them. That is your show of love to me. Yeah. The people, huh? you're teaching them. You're feeding them with the word. It's what shows you love me. Yeah. They must tell you that then the people must be very important to God. Yeah. If you don't do it and God looks at you, he sees somebody who does not love him. He sees somebody who only, who only sings or says with his mouth, but in reality does not love him. Yeah. If you love him, you'll be interested in the few souls he has given you. <laughs> and pray for them and prepare prepare read the bible get understanding read commentaries listen to messages prepare and go and minister minister spirit to them then God sees somebody who loves him not the one who comes to stand there and lift his hands and singing worship songs no 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 Find out what is love to God. Find out what it is. Find out what it is. You don't treasure the people. Forget it. 
are joking with God. Hallelujah. Yes. You see, that's why I preach the way I preach. Yeah. One day, Dr. Kojo Bempa was introducing me. He said, oh, this guy, when he's preaching, it's as if he wants to open your head and put the word there. I said, it's, it's not my fault. Do you understand? Yes. Because I don't want to ever regret that there's something I could have said and I could have said it in a certain way that I didn't. No. So anytime I put down the microphone, I have no regrets. No. Anytime I finish preaching, ah, unless I didn't know, unless I haven't heard, unless I have not, sh- I have not been shown, or unless I didn't have the understanding, but anything as I stand there, anything I know, I will let you know. And I will let you know in the most forceful way. Yeah. So when I drop the microphone, I'm done. No regrets. No regrets. Because I don't know when it will be the last day I'm going to preach. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I used to tell them attention. Yeah. And I have no regret. There's nothing I could have told them that I didn't tell them. There was nothing. Yes. I said it. And I said it in a way that I could say it. Yeah. One day, one day I gave my, 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 I gave my car to my wife. And a message was inside. Or a CD was inside. And my wife, when she's driving, she likes playing messages. So because it was my car, he picked one CD and slotted it in. And it was a message I preached at Tesha. When she came, she said, hey. She said, the people, do they understand what you say? <laughs> do they understand what you say? She was shocked. I was wondering why she would listen to me. I don't know why she would listen to my message. Yeah. And I said, that, look, that is, it, that is it. It is a show of love to Jesus. Yes. If you do it well, it shows that you love him. He said, if you love him, feed these people. Give them something good to eat. Let them eat something nutritious. Give them. If you love me, then do this. If you love me. So pastors, pastors, please listen. Listen. Listen to it. And do it. Hallelujah. But center leaders, center leaders. Yeah. Show God that you love him. Hallelujah. This is not my main message, but I just feel like saying it. So, attempt great things. Okay? Very, very important. Attempt great things. Very, very important. Please make sure that everybody is seated and listen because when God's word is coming, God is coming. Do you understand? God is his word. Very important. Nothing is more important than the word of God. Everything must be suspended for the word of God. There's nothing like it. Hallelujah. Are you here? Attempt great things for God. Good. So, Listen, I am talking to you about the fact that attempt great things for God and not for yourself. Huh? Is, is my message clear? Hello? Hello? Attempt great things for God, not you. <laughs> not yourself. Why? Look, this for a very short time, so please listen so that we can go. Why? Because 
when you attempt great things for yourself and not for God, hmm, you run the risk, you run the risk of losing those great things or great accomplishments you have done for yourself. You run the risk of losing them. You run the risk of they being becoming useless. Did you understand? You run the, the risk of they losing their value at the end. Do you understand? So, so don't, don't. And he gave us this word exactly in, in, in Jeremiah chapter 45. Let's look at it and then we'll move on. Jeremiah 45. It's so beautiful when you have understanding. This is a very short chapter. Only five verses. Yes, one of the shortest chapters in the Bible. Only five verses. Okay. King James. Okay. Now listen. The word that Jeremiah the prophet spake unto Barak, the son of Neriah, when he had written these words in a book at the mouth, at the mouth of Jeremiah, in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, Josiah, king of Judah, saying, verse 2, are you here? Thus saith the Lord, the God of Israel, unto thee, O Barak, thou didst say, Barak, you said, woe is me now, for the Lord hath added grief to my sorrow. I fainted in my sign, and I find no rest. For thus shalt thou say unto him, The Lord saith thus, Behold, that, that which I have built will I break down, and that which I have planted I will pluck up even this whole land. Then verse 5 comes my subject. It says, And seekest thou great things for thyself? Seekest thou great things for thyself? Seek them what? Seek them what? Seek them not. Don't seek great things for yourself. He was asking Barak, Seekest thou great things for thyself? Are you looking for great things for yourself? Don't do that. Don't. Don't seek great things for yourself. Seek great things for God, not yourself. Why? Why? He said, behold, for. This is the reason. Because I will bring evil upon all flesh. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That eventually, what you are struggling to accomplish will come to naught. It will come to naught. So stop seeking great things for yourself. Seek it for God. Seek it for God. Are you okay? Are you sure you're okay? Yeah. Seek great things for God. Not for yourself. You see, when you seek great things, you seek great things. You make great plans. Minus God. Without consideration for God, eh? what happens? What happens is that 
you may lose everything. Yes. You may lose everything. That is what Jacob told us in Genesis chapter 31. Jacob told us. Do you know Jacob? Do you remember the story of Jacob and Laban? Do you? So Jacob did a narration there. I want us to look at the narration so that you will know. When you are seeking to make yourself great without plans for God, when God is not involved, when God is not an integral part of what you are doing, eh, when you want to make a move and God is not part of your plans in the move, when the work of God is not considered or the interest of God is not considered in any move that you are making, then you are running a very dangerous venture. Very dangerous. Very dangerous. Listen to what Jacob said to us. Listen to what Jacob Genesis 31. And I'm going to close uh, with the second point. From 36. Beautiful. Beautiful. Are you here? Are you here? We are reading scriptures and then we will go home. Is that okay? Or you are offended? Yes, listen. <laughs> give me, give me message. Message Bible so that it will be easy for everybody. Now it was Jacob's turn to get angry. Now it was Jacob's turn to do what? To get angry. There are some things that make you angry. Oh? There are some things that get you angry. Jacob got very angry. Okay. He lit into what? Into Laban. So, what is my crime? What wrong have I done? What wrong have I done you? That you badger me like this. To badger is to harass. You are harassing me. Why are you harassing me? Mr. Laban, why are you harassing me like that? He said, you have ransacked the place. My place, you have ransacked it. And then done what? You have turned, you have turned up, you have turned up a single thing that is yours. Have you turned up a single thing that is yours? As you have searched my thing, you have ransacked my thing, turned down everything, everything I have. You are looking for something. Say, have you found a single thing in my things that belongs to you? Have you found it? If you have found it, bring it. Let us all see as a witness. Have you found it? Why are you harassing me? Why are you harassing me like that? He said, let's see it. Display the evidence. Our two families can be Jewish and decide between us that I've truly taken something that belongs. What, what, what is that? You have troubled my life for 20 years. You have troubled my life. Huh? Now, today too, I'm going to look at what you are doing to me. Then, 38. Now, listen now Jacob is about to tell us the story. Huh? Are you interested in Jacob's story? Listen to Jacob. He's telling us his story. Do you understand? Uh -huh. I am showing you that when you have great plans and you are making great effort to achieve great things and God is not part of it, what you are doing, it is not because of God. It is because you want to achieve something for yourself. To become famous, great, or whatever you want. And God is not 
the reason for what you are doing. I mean, Jacob is about to advise us what can happen to you. Oh, my message is not clear. What can happen to you? It's here. <laughs> now listen, from 38, we are going to the reason. It says that, in the 20 years I have worked for you, eh? Jacob was telling Laban, in the 20 years that I have worked for you, Hughes, I mean, goats. Oh. Uh, yes, Hughes. It's not Evers, it's Hughes. Why are you like that? I don't like the way your mind works. <laughs> Stop thinking like that. Renew your mind. Yeah, it's not capital E. It's a small E. Okay, are you listening? And she goats never miscarried. The 20 years that I served you, eh? your goats, your sheep, your livestock, they never miscarried when I was taking care of them. Number one. Number two, I never feasted on the rams from your flock. All the ones you gave me to take care of, I didn't take one to enjoy, not one. To have party or something, not one. For 20 years, not one. Yes. Number two. Number three. I never brought you a torn carcass killed by wild animals. Never. That I went to take care of the sheep. And then when, when I came, I told you that, oh, there was a lion or there was a cheetah or there was somebody or something that took one of them. I never said anything like that to you. Then he said that, but I paid for it out of my own pocket. If something happens to one of them, I pay for, I bear the cost. I don't bring you the cost. I bear the cost. Hey, can we have the likes of Jacob in our generation? You are the company and you have the likes of Jacob working for you. Eh? You are a pastor and you are, you are like Jacob. <laughs> of the sheep that God has given you. A Jacobic pastor. Yes. Not one. He said, actually, you made me pay whether it was my fault or not. Laban. That's why he said that. Why are you harassing me? You have harassed me. Uh, if something, you will make me pay for it. Now he says something else. The next one he said that. He said that I was out in all kinds of weather. All kinds of weather. He said, from, from a torrid heat of to freezing cold. Severe heat to freezing cold. I was inside. Why was that inside? Why was I inside? Putting in many a sleepless night. Because if I sleep and something happens to one, you will just me. So I can't even sleep. Can you imagine? Hey, I wish I wish I have a shepherd like that. <laughs> yes, I can't sleep. If something happens to the sheep, it's trouble. I can't sleep. Whether in the hot, whether the weather is cold or not. I'm inside. 
working. Whether it is raining or not, I am on it visiting the sheep. I don't want to lose any of them. Because for 20 years, this has been my labor. For 20 years, I have done this. I slaved away 14 years of, for your two daughters. 14 years. Yes. I intended to do one. You made me do two. Yes. It was ritual I wanted. You forced me to get Leah also. So for 14 years, I saved you so that I can have your two children. And for six years, I lived for the flock. 20 good years, I did this for you. And, and you changed my wages. Ten times downwards. Yes. What I'm giving you is too much. They tell you, what I'm giving you is too much. I mean, after all that he has been doing, you think that what you are giving him is too much. And ten times you reduce his wages. And they say, you have done all these things. I've been quiet. Why are you harassing me? Now the answer is about to come. Watch it. It's here. It is here. Look at it. They are wicked people in the world. They are wicked people in the world. Yes. They are people who will not, will not look at you to enjoy the, the, your labor. No, 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 no. Yes. Wicked people. Wicked. They want to see you with nothing. Yes. Yes. That's why when you find somebody who is genuinely interested in you, and want to see you with abundance and you should cherish it because it's not normal the natural man is to see you with nothing yes that's the natural man natural man yeah, natural man that is why there's, there are some, some some families when you go and build a house in your hometown they will kill you yes they'll kill you they'll kill you you know I mean, on Friday, Prophet was telling us about somebody that he went to pray for. A certain minister who had, who had a chronway. <laughs> big! Big! And when he's walking, he, he walks like this. <laughs> and you know what? One of his family members. One of his family members. Do you know what he did? He, he the person who had the problem, eh, had a lot of properties. And what he did was that he put those properties, for security reasons, in the name of this family member. You understand? So that tomorrow they will all enjoy it. And nobody knew about it. Do you understand? Nobody knew about it. So this guy feels that since nobody knows about, the, nobody knows about this, um, I, I and this man are the only people who know about it. Let me kill him from there so that they will become mine. Because already they are in my name. Yes. The one has worked and toiled. And I found you, my brother. A 
and I'm giving you out. Let's do this together so that tomorrow we'll all enjoy. But greed, wickedness, because of that, you are going to kill me so that you can own everything. That is the natural state of man. Anybody who does something contrary to this, his heart has been tempered with, by Christ. Yes. Naturally, this is what they would do. Yeah. And as the prophet was talking to him, the guy was in, on his way to Togo to go and finish the agenda, close the deal. Yeah. Finishing. Wicked people exist. So you see, don't think that your hard work is enough. No, it's great to work hard. But your hard work is not enough. You must have God as an integral part of your hard work. You must. You must have God. As an integral part. Otherwise, you will live to regret it. Now, listen to the response. We are closing. I told you it's a short message. He said that, if the God of my father, <laughs> the God of Abraham, and the fear of Isaac had not stabbed with me, you would have sent me off. What? What? I can't hear you. You would have sent me off what? After 20 years. After 20 years. You would have said, if it hadn't been for the God of my father, Abraham, and the fear of Isaac, if it hadn't been that that God is with me, I would have been sent off irrespective of my hard work or in spite of my hard work. But I've gone off penniless, penniless, penniless. So when you don't follow this God and you only follow the hard work and you struggle to make something great for yourself eh, and you happen to meet Laban, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What will, what will, what will, what will, what will become of you? What will become of you? Huh? That's why don't just follow hard work. Don't, don't just try to be great for yourself. No. No, it's a wrong thing. Listen, God is speaking to somebody here. It's a wrong thing to do. Seek God. Seek to make God great. Seek to glorify God. Say, let it be a major agenda in your life. Make it a major agenda to glorify God in your life and with your life. Make it your agenda. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. Listen. I know of footballers. Eh? They have played football their whole life. And they made money. Amazing money. Yes. It took one signature for them to return to poverty. One signature. Yes. One signature. Yeah. Because of the natural state of man married a white lady yes who was not just who was not interested in him or was interested in what his ability could make and his ability made money and and he wasn't with a lover he was he he was he was with 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 a gold digger 
and advised me, sign. Sign here. Sign here. Sign here. Sign here. Yeah. He, he, was a, he, was, he was a defender for, for Arsenal. Arsenal. Arsenal football club. Yes. <laughs> sign it. Every single penny went away. Yes. With a woman. Now, now, as I talk to you today, he's living outside in Europe. When he's gone, he's so broke that even electricity bill, he, can't, he couldn't pay. He, he, he can't buy electricity. So when they are playing Champions League and he wants to watch, then he would, he would disguise himself. Eh? He would disguise himself and go to a club where they are showing the match and he would go and sit down there and watch the game. Yeah. Somebody who had played his whole life, oh, whole life, and made millions. Millions. I said, don't seek to be great for yourself. Oh. Don't leave God out of the equation. Don't. Don't leave the work of God out of the equation. Do not do that. Yes. You will lead to regret it. Jacob said, if it had not been for the God of my father, hey, this labor would have finished me. Would have finished me. I would have been nothing. I would have become a beggar. Yeah, they took the God of my father. Are you following the God of your father? Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. We are filled with visions of greatness for self. So, you don't plan with God in the agenda. You don't. You take decisions and do things that will profit you. God's work has no consideration in it. No, no, no. No consideration. And God, no, no, no. Yeah. I'm seeking my own thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you do, you'll be careful who you marry. Yes. You'll be careful who you marry. Not marry because you will not marry people because they have a car that when you close the door it sounds oof. What do you mean? What do you mean? I know somebody like that. He came to marry a lady pastor, a lady pastor. He came to marry a lady pastor. And you won't believe it. We we have meetings, so we have meetings. The work we do, we do with meetings. Yes. I hear some of the pastors say that they don't like I call for too many meetings. I don't intend to change. Oh. I don't intend to change. That is how we work. We work with meetings. Me, I call for too many meetings. Call for long meetings. What was I even saying that this thing, pastors... Am I the lady pastor's wife? When we are having our long meetings, this man will come and park his car and sit in the car and wait in the car till 12 midnight when we are done with the meeting and he will carry this, his beloved, then was beloved and carry this beloved home. Yes. Then came to the time for the wedding and then they married and then one week passed then one, one month passed then two months passed and then one year passed. Now you will not come and wait again. Yes. When you close, find your way home. When you close, find your way home. 
Then at a point he came and said, Hey, I know you are a lady pastor, but you are a wife too. You cannot be out there for that long. Do you understand? You must change that. Look, look, look at him. Look at him. Meanwhile, you know that's what the person was doing before you came. If you didn't like that, leave the person alone. It's not by force. There are many people, there are many ladies and many women there who, who by 10 a.m. they're at home watching cantata or whatever it is that is shown on television. It's not everybody who is like that. Yes. There are people who love God and their lives are for God and they want to spend their life for God and they want to be spent by God. If you don't like them, don't marry them. Please. Don't marry them. Don't marry them. And we don't apologize for the way we are. We love God and that's how we spend our time with God. Why you not like this church? That you close and then everybody comes home. You'll sit with your family in the afternoon and have the fucking knife and sit at the dining table and then be eating rice and chicken and fish and salad every Sunday. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, we beg you. We beg you. We don't do that. Yeah. We don't do that. We don't do that here. Sunday, eh? Sunday, Sunday, we are spent. Hey. We spend and we are spent until there's no energy to even walk. Yes. Yes. If you like, come and see me on Sunday evening. And then you'll understand. Sometimes to even drive to the roadside is a problem. It's a prayer topic to drive from here to the roadside. It's a prayer topic. When I was attaching, I would not move at all. I would not move at all. Yeah. So if you, if you have God in the equation, you will even be careful who you marry. Yes. Yes. Anybody who comes in to change the way you serve your God will not be an option to be looked at. Yes. That's the only reason why I didn't marry a certain lady. That's the only reason. Yes, a certain lady. Everything. She's a Christian. She comes to church. She loves God. She's beautiful. Everything. Yes. The only reason I didn't go on with proposal is this. Yes. <laughs> you can't change the way I serve my no, no, no. When you bring rules to me, eh, timer should be at home on Sunday. Eh? You know what you are doing. You know what you are doing. Hey, I remember one day I was lying in bed with my wife. Around, around 12 or 1 or 2. Eh? I said what? I was in bed with my wife. Hey! Then a call came. A call came. I told my wife, excuse me, to be continued. I'm coming. Yeah. And you know why? Because one way, there was, you see, there was fire in one of my leader's house. They were not sleeping. Trouble. Everybody in the house was up. Trouble. 
wife argued. I mean, there was trouble. I quickly stepped down, jumped into my car and drove there. My wife had no problem. Oh, come on. Wife, go and sort it out. Their lives are important to us. Go and sort him out. Yes. <laughs> That's what she said. She didn't say that from today I've banned you for two weeks. <laughs> yes. No. No entry. The airport is closed for the next two weeks. No, no, no. No. She said, come on, my husband. Go. Go and go and sort it. Yes. Go. Yes. 1 a.m. I had to drive and I had to go there. I sat there for about two hours trying to talk to people to come. Look, don't do that. He's your husband. Don't do that. Look, she's your wife. You have to respect her. I mean, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., about 3 or 4 was doing counseling. Yes. When I should be lying by my wife. Yes. And holding her soft body to my body. It makes a difference, though. Yes. So I don't know why some people like men. I don't understand it. <laughs> I don't understand it. This nice, soft thing. I don't know why you want to exchange it for something else. Yes. Me sometimes I just want to, I just want to hold my wife to sleep. That's all. I just want to hold in a the softness is, is fantastic. Yes. Or am I, am I the only one? The guys, do I have some guys, do I have some married people here? Am I the only one who feels like that? Oh. I mean, just to hold. I mean, there's nothing like it. Nothing like this. Soft. Hey, tender, tender. It has electric power. Power. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. She never said, say, go. Go. Take care. And come. When you come to receive good treatment, good, good treatment. So I say, when God is in the equation, eh, even the person to say, I love you too. Yes. It will be very important. Yes. The job you accept to do will be very important. You know, I can't pay my rent, I can't whatever, I know. So anything that comes, it's okay. Or whatever. When we are saying, I'm speaking to you clear language, you are speaking in tongues with me. Yeah. Accept anything. One day I told somebody, I said, Look, you cannot accept this job. Go hungry, it's better. You can't accept this job. Huh? A job that will take you away from church. 
Hey! So all that I'm saying today, I can't even give you the second point. Only one. Only one. And the point is that seek great things from God, not yourself. Yes. Great things from God, not yourself. Not for yourself, God. It's amazing. I've interacted with so many people. Decisions that they have taken that has brought trouble. They were selfish decisions. Yes. They took their decisions because yes. Uh, uh, I'm the one. Uh, I'm the one. I am hurting. I am uncomfortable. Me. It doesn't matter whether it helps the cause of God or not. It's not relevant. What is relevant to, to him or her is that I am the one who is hurting. Fine now. If I'm not hurting, I'll do something else. But so far, I am hurting. I don't care who else will be hurt by this selfish, selfish, whatever decision. I don't care. Then you just take it. Yes. That's why many believers have destroyed their lives. Destroy their marriages, destroy, destroy things. Because God is not in the equation. You want to do this? Yes. What about what God says? What about that one? What has God, what has God said? It's not important to you. It's not important to you. Go and ask Jacob, he will tell you. You will leave Laban penniless. Yes. You will struggle and hustle and do all the things. You will leave him penniless without God. Yeah. Hey, I know people, eh? They left us here in Ghana and went to stay abroad. Yeah. They returned with their ten fingers. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten, ten fingers. Do you know why? They were caught in town. They were caught in town. Where's your passport? Bring your passport. No passport. Where are your documents? Why are you here? From that point, straight to the airport. Yes. They landed. Look, one guy like that, he called his wife. He said, look, I've brought something for you. I'm at the airport. Come. So the wife also happy and excited that the husband has come and has brought something. Yes. When the husband came, he had ten fingers. Yes. Because he, he was shy to tell the husband that he had been, he had been deported came with ten fingers. He had a good job working with the gold mine. Everything here. So hard and left. Went into the cold to struggle and hustle and all that. But you have to ask yourself that. When he was going, was God part of it? Was God part? Was God part? Yes. He landed in this country with ten fingers. Ten fingers. After about ten years about 10 or 12 years. 10 fingers like that. Yes. Don't do that. Church, I'm your pastor. I'm telling you, when you prosper, I will enjoy. Yes. Unless you're a wicked church member. But otherwise, when you prosper and you're a good church member, I will enjoy. 
So I am interested in you prospering more than even you yourself. I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. I call people and beg them to buy land. I say, look, I beg you, buy land here. I'm begging you, plan. Let's buy land. <laughs> yes. Yes. I don't tell them, give me the money to pocket. I say, no, I need you to prosper. Come, come. Let me show you. I'll help you. What a buy land here. Build a house. I'll help you. Whatever I have to do to help you, I'll help you. Yes. I met a young lady. She's working now, and the work that she's doing is bringing her money. Money. Young lady. Hey. The money she's able to save in a month. I said, look. Look, you uh, I place an embargo on you. Yes. You are going to save this every month. And we are going to do that until we get this. And the thing we are, we are going to get prime land and we'll buy. Yeah. Save that money. Nonsense. You think that you'll be earning this money forever. Yeah. Yeah. Something can change along the way. Just more than even you yourself. She was just chilling, going to restaurants and feeling that she has money, enjoying life. I said, nonsense. Nonsense. That stupidity must stop today. Yes. You go to restaurant when I tell you you can go. Yes. Yes. Go and save the money. Every month. Put this here. Put this here. It's amazing. Young girl, she could save almost like 10,000 a month. Can you imagine? Save, save, not watch it, save. I said nonsense. They said it's time to close, but. <laughs> I've heard. I'm closing. Are you here? Yes. Yeah. Or you are bored with what I'm saying? If you are bored, then stand up. Let's close. Yeah. I said, take left. Then she would take. I said, take right. Okay, stand there. Stand there. Say, I want to visit this. I said, nonsense. I want to visit it. Go back home. I thought I was worrying her. Then one day she told me something that made me make me know that she actually she actually appreciated that command and force. Because yeah. I realized something when I'm not there, something that she does. I said, hey, really? So anywhere I go, where are you? Where are you? <laughs> it's where I'm from here. I want to visit. I say, hey, you are visiting nobody. Oh, 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 yeah. Back. To the house. To the house. Yes. Some of you, I can't do that to you. No, no, I dare not. I dare not. You want to do something, it should be from your heart. Not because somebody is compelling you. Are you a dog that they will pull your neck? I put a yeah, and pull you, or a goat? Is that not what they do? Last night I saw a goat. He was confused. He had tied him. He had he had 
released the, 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 whatever, the rope and he was in time, confused on the road. They didn't know what to do. Yes. Don't be like that. I beg you. Do you understand? Yes. My faith is in God and he has sustained me up to today. Yes. My confidence is in him. He's the one who can command people and they'll be afraid and run to me with, no, not, whatever. Are you here? I don't know the meaning of this silence, but I feel like closing. <laughs> Hallelujah. So don't worry, we are going to continue. And the next time we meet, perhaps I'll, I'll talk to you about Matthew chapter 19. You understand? Matthew chapter 19. And I know you'll be blessed. Please put your hands together and stand to your feet. I think our time is up. Hallelujah. You want to talk to God? Tell God that please help me so that help me so that I will not seek greatness for myself. I'll seek greatness for you. Everybody lift up your voice in the next few seconds. This why I really appreciate Bishop Doug. Because almost 29 years ago when I met him. I mean today as I was praying. The Holy Spirit took me back then. Some almost 30 years ago. Took me back then. And showed me my state. Then. And then he said, compare it to today. When you entered into the life of this man. You entered as this. Look at you today. Yes. And I said, Bishop Dark is not a labor. No, no, no. He has not harassed us. We met him as nothing. He has made us look like everything. That's why I said that. Naturally, that's not the state. If you find someone like that, know that you have received a gift. Treasure it. Treasure it. Treasure it. My father entered, my father entered my house. And he stood there. He was dumb. When he opened his mouth, he asked, So you did this. So you built this. Couldn't believe his eyes. And I, I see it as normal because of where I have been. It's nothing. 
is nothing strange of strange or extraordinary. It's a normal thing that when you are, oh, what are you doing? Okay, I'm doing this. It's a normal thing. But what looks normal because of the person I've been with, those who have been being with him, they are swept off their feet. Yeah. It's a blessing. It's a blessing to have this gift. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your word. We pray for grace to seek greatness for you, to seek your glory, to seek your fame, not ours. It's our prayer that you would increase whilst we decrease. It's our prayer that your kingdom will, will march on stronger and stronger. Not our personal kingdom, your kingdom. Give us grace to walk in this wisdom. Give us grace to walk with this understanding that your will will be done in our lives. We thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. And as every head is bowed and every eye closed, you are here this this day and you are not born again you know Jesus is not the Lord of your life what a mistake to make in life you want to say that pastor pray with me I want to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior today wherever you are I want I want to see your right hand above your head I'm going to pray with you you want to surrender your life to Jesus you are here like that let me see your right hand Jesus is standing at the door of your heart and is knocking there is no reason why you should go to hell. You don't have any good reason when he has paid the price for you. The only thing you need to do is to accept him. Receive him as your Lord and Savior. And that will, that will be the end of the story. You have lifted up your hand. You want me to pray with you. Wherever you are standing, I want you to come all the way to the front. I want to pray with you here. You lifted up your hand. Please come. Come. Let's pray. Come. Come. Hey, come to Jesus. You lift that up and come to Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. Put your hands together for them. Put your hands together for them. Jesus is still saving. Jesus is still saving. Jesus is still saving. Hallelujah. 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 Lift up your two hands. Lift up your two hands. Lift up your two hands. And I want you to say this prayer after me. I want the congregation to join us. Say, dear Lord, Jesus. dear Lord Jesus. Everybody open your mouth and say, Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. I come to you today. I come to you today. I know I am a sinner. I know I'm a sinner. I cannot save myself. I cannot save myself. You came to die. You came to die. You shed your blood. You shed your blood. To wash away my sins. To wash away my sins. Today. Today. I stand before your altar. I stand before. I surrender. I surrender. My life. My life. To you. 
to you. Jesus. Jesus. Today. Today. I receive you. I receive you. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. As my Lord. As my Lord. As my Savior. As my Savior. As my Redeemer. As my Redeemer. Please. Please. Write my name. Write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. From today. From today. I belong to you. I belong to you. From today. From today. I am yours. I am yours. From today. From today. I am born again. I am born again. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. For saving me. For saving in me. In Jesus' name. 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 Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Clap your hands for Jesus. God bless you for listening to this anointed message. We believe you have been blessed and uplifted by this powerful word. Subscribe to this podcast to receive messages regularly. For prayer and counseling, please call or WhatsApp plus 233-27-974-7173. Until next time, stay under open heavens.
next text that will come to my phone. Hey, since I came to this church, I have received two texts that has mellowed me. I tell you, two. From two people. In this church. Hey, you don't want to know. Yeah, I became, you know it. Yes, I, I share everything with him. I received some text. Yeah, I became lamb. You know lamb. <laughs> you think, uh, Pastor, you continue in that thing. You see something. Yes. Some of you, I can't do that to you. I'm afraid. Yeah, I'm afraid. To call you and tell you what you should do. What you should do with your money. You will come and tell me that, hey, the guy, you see that, I get some small money, he won't come chop. Me, I won't come chop.